Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great, as always, to be with you. I want to know what's on your mind today. Shoot us a text on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. We had one texter from this uh, last segment. Uh, we made a very interesting observation. Said, it sounds like Nancy Pelosi is doing her own version of quid pro quo. I will give you the impeachment articles when you give me what I want in the trial. Very fair point. We'll we'll uh, go with that one. Uh, very pleased to be joined uh, live in studio today with the editor of the Deseret News, Doug Wilkes. Doug, thanks for joining us a little pre-Christmas here. It's good to be here, Boyd. This will be the best part of my day. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> good, good. Well, I wanted to get with you today because obviously we, we get to the end of the year, we start doing end-of-year review things in terms of news stories. But I think it's so important for our listeners to understand what goes on inside the newsroom. And you, you attack that every week in terms of how we uh, address stories, how we deal with tough issues. Uh, and so first, give me kind of a, a high level in terms of your perspective over the year. What kind of news year, how would you classify it? You know, every year is kind of fascinating. And what happens is the big story in this year, what's happening in Washington, um, the interactions between President Trump and Congress and the constituents, it tends to color everything. Mm-hmm. Because someone makes a decision, whether it's a lawmaker or a business person, and over the top of it becomes the politics that are happening in the country. So we have to kind of cut through that and really see, can you find a solution to an issue, whether it's something like homelessness or um, the inversion or, you know, and pollution? Can you find a solution when everyone's talking about sort of politics or those types of things? So um, that's what we try to do each day. Yeah. Being able to cut through all of the uh, chatter and clamor out there uh, is a is a tough one. So I want to go through a a couple of specific issues. It was interesting uh, at about this time last year, we were preparing uh, to do a big event in Washington, D.C. on integrity and trust. And it's such an interesting. The event was in January uh, with uh, Bob Woodward, of course, of Watergate fame. We had Elder D. Todd Christofferson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who has an interesting tie to Watergate uh, as he was the law clerk for Judge Sirica and Mm -hmm. and, uh, first heard those tapes. And Mike Dimmick from Pew Research, who's done a lot on trust. Uh, And here we are at the end of the year, and we're still sort of talking about integrity and trust. Well, that kind of makes the point, right? You know, We try to work from principle at the Deseret News, certainly the columns you write, the things that we're trying to do, the opinion team does, and then we try to explore those issues. It was fascinating talking to Bob Woodward. Obviously, as a journalist, he's someone that I've followed forever, and Elder Christofferson, his his take, what he's done around the world. He was honored in India with a a peace prize that actually reflects the work of the church in India. Mm. So as you look at all of that and look at what are the principles involved with integrity and trust, we are having basically that same conversation here in December, trying to determine, you know, can Washington do its job? Should the president be impeached? If he is impeached, what's what happened? Well, he was impeached, but he probably won't be removed from office. Right. And going into an election season, can you 
can you do something significant as a journalist that just doesn't talk about a horse race in a presidential election? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think really dominated the the news and the newsroom for so many sad and poignant moments during the year was the the issue of gun violence, mass shootings. Uh, give us a little peek behind the curtain there. We often feel like we get these fake fights and false choices about so many things. Uh, what was what was that like in the newsroom this year, and, and where do we land coming uh, into 2020? You know, the first thing that people need to realize is it's really a gut check for reporters to have to report about that kind of an event. Mm. It's like, oh, here we go again, and you almost feel like, well, there's nothing I can write, nothing I can do that will make a difference, mm. and then you sort of retreat. Well, we work hard not to retreat. You want to lean into the story and try yeah. and find out what's what's going on. We actually had an event up at the um, uh, the Capitol working with um, youth and trying to get their take on that. And I remember Mia Love was in office uh, previously, and we talked to her daughter and uh, right. other um, young people. And they had some good ideas for solutions. And I think the country began to turn more to the people at schools who were being affected by shootings. Of course, they've been at churches and in other places. But um, we're starting to listen to some different voices, and maybe Congress will listen to those folks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, give me, if you're just joining us, we've got Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, and uh, truly the one of the great editors and, and journalists in the country. Uh, we are so blessed to have him here at the Deseret News and here in the state of Utah. Uh, journalism itself is is in an interesting uh, point in history. Uh, a lot of uh, turmoil, obviously, in print news and, and news media, national news media, local journalism. Uh, what's your take as a longtime journalist? Uh, what do you hope for 2020 as it relates to journalism? You know, what we are really seeking is media literacy on on behalf of the on the part of the public. Mm. Um, people have more access to information now than ever before. They might not read it in a print newspaper, but certainly they can read it online. You know, the Deseret News, uh, Deseret News or Deseret dot com, together with KSL dot com. We reach the Intermountain West, and um, Deseret News is trying to reach the nation in terms of the coverage. So just engage. The biggest thing is to engage and to have an opinion. We're not trying to tell people what to do or what to believe, but we're trying to provide uh, accurate, truthful information so that they can make decisions for their lives. We've been trying to do that for many years, and um, we're trying to continue to do that. Yeah, it's, it's such an important thing and such a challenging thing. I, I often wish that uh, listeners and readers could actually see inside the newsroom uh, to watch how these tough issues are grappled with by journalists and the tough questions that get asked and how do we shine a light on this, how do we focus on that, and, and above all, how do we push it to a principle uh, that actually can be acted upon, that we, isn't just adding to the rhetoric and the, the anger that's out there in the country, but can bring people together towards real solutions journalism. Well, and we, want to, and we are a part of the community. So, for example, you take something like homelessness, you know, you shine a light on areas where things aren't going well, but then you also try and be a contributor to, well, how can we tell this story? How can we take the lessons learned in, in Utah and apply them elsewhere? We've gone to Seattle to look at their homeless problem. Portland has a homeless problem. Mm-hmm. Seattle's fascinating because yeah. they have so much money from a uh, huge industry, there, right. not the least of which is Amazon, and yet they still have a homeless problem. So you take a look at those problems and find solutions. Yeah, that's, that's such an important part of the program. I want to wrap up this segment because I, I want to – uh, often the the news gets uh, accused of just being a downer and being depressing to everyone. 
Uh, and uh, Doug, you shared some things just uh, walking in, and th- this is my favorite part of this job is uh, is the hallway conversations we have, or the things that happen in the newsroom, the the real life conversations. Uh, and you mentioned something that I think is so applicable as it relates to the news and relates to the season in terms of just learning to just stop and and be still for a minute in all the commotion. Well, we're fans of C.S. Lewis, and one of our uh, journalists, a couple of our journalists have written a story talking about um, his take on Christmas. And it was kind of unique. He was critical of the gift-giving and uh, and all the back and forth because he thinks we really need to focus on Jesus Christ, the, the real reason we have Christmas and this season. And he talked about this is a week where you truly can enjoy the stillness of the season. And to juxtapose a year of news, sometimes very difficult news, with the stillness of the birth of Christ and the season, whether you believe that or not, or whatever your faith tradition, there is a reason to reflect and to have stillness in your life for a period of time. Yeah, uh, love that. That's uh, that's great insight. Uh, before I let you go, Doug, I want to get uh, a little bit of look of the he- a look ahead uh, as you look at twenty twenty. Uh, I-, I hope everyone takes a-, a little bit of that stillness that Doug's been describing. Uh, I hope our-, our members of Congress do that. I hope the nation does that as a whole. Uh, because it's it's a time for us to pivot now uh, into a new year, new opportunities. Obviously, an election year will be uh, fast and furious on a lot of fronts. Uh, but what do you hope for uh, as you look into 2020? What do you expect to see? Well, I hope people don't rush to judgment on anything. Mm-hmm. Here locally in Utah, they'll go into a legislative session in January, and there are many things to deal with with education and a new tax structure um, and we don't need to bicker. We don't need to yell at each other. Yeah. We need to calmly reflect and try and uh, find a solution. And as it relates to the elections, you know, can you look at each person and find the value or the worth of that individual? Yeah. If it's a candidate, if it's a person who's trying to do good, who's trying to serve, then give them their due. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to their points of view. If you disagree yeah. with the points of view, then then choose someone else. But I hope we can engage in a positive way. Yeah, fantastic. Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. Always appreciate your ability to help us divide the rage from the reason. Uh, it does make a difference. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks, Boyd. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, uh, we'll be joined by Kevin Guest, CEO of USANA. He's got a new book out called All the Right Reasons. You don't want to miss. These are some powerful principles. It'll make a difference for your day before Christmas, your Christmas, and into 2020. Stay with us. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We're right here on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.